I'm Spencer. I'm Tyler. And this is the end zone. Hey fellas, hey fellas. Get ready to rock. Get ready to rock. Turbo set. Welcome back, bud. We're at the end of week three, or beginning of week three here. How you doing? Doing pretty good. A little bummed I missed out on the uh, reaction pod we were talking about doing on Sunday night. Uh, I just I just am doomed to always bartend on Sundays. I haven't been scheduled for like the last three of the last four, and I keep having to bartend. Just something always keeps coming up right now. I was pretty sad. I was, yeah. I was so ready to play to watch some Red Zone, have the Niners game on on my laptop. We could have the Switch up and play some, oh, yeah. uh, some Mario Golf. Oh, that sounds good. I was so Ryder ready Cup's for going it. Right What'd you say? Oh, the Ryder Cup's going on right now. In case we're thinking about turning this into a golf pod. No, no, no one, no one was <laughs> thinking that. This was specifically Mario Golf. There was no, no thought of making it a golf podcast. <laughs> That, that, that's fair, I suppose. I was able to watch Red Zone at work, at least. That was nice. Although, watching sports while bartending is always weird because you, like, miss 15-minute chunks and vital things happen. Or, like, like your people, other people are just like, oh, and you're like, wait, what? And you turn around and, like, the play's over already. Yeah, there's not a lot of people at Ocean View going like that. It's, uh, yeah. We had live music going outside. There's almost nobody inside with me. Yeah, but, uh, I, yeah, it's it's like oh, I'm watching it. Bucks are destroying the Falcons, and then oh, wait, hold up, it's a one score game now. Oh, nope, never mind, they're getting destroyed again. No, it was yeah, it was it was yeah. it was never going to be a one score game. Really, it was yeah. it was it was a one score game in name only. <laughs> I mean, I think that's being a one score game, isn't it? <laughs> it always reminds me of that that one line from uh from Infinity War when 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 um what's his name. E-tree? No, no, E-tree, like the, the oh, dwarf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, when he's, yeah. when he's, when he's, when he's like, you can't do that, you'll die. Uh, or no, 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 it'll kill you. And he's like, only, and Thor's like, only if I die. And then E-tree's like, that's what killing you means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really stretched for that one, but I said it's one of my favorite, well. it's yeah. one of my favorite yeah. Yeah, lines in there. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, I've got a few things. I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to jump in. Uh, I've, I've got God. so many I, questions I, about I where week very, three is going. I have very little, so I'm glad you're coming in hot today. I'm so excited for football <laughs> right now. First off, I just want to talk about who are the Raiders? Uh, they're, uh, an AFC West team that's, uh, 2-0 right now with Derek Carr just slinging it and then that D-line just being nasty. So one thing that I've been thinking about is, um, so the, the, the way since the CBA in 2011, the value of a rookie quarterback has really been, you know, unlocked in, in, like there used to be this mentality of quarterbacks could be grown over time and you'd stick to a quarterback for four or five years regardless. And we still do that to some degree for their first contract, but you, you could keep working with the quarterback, keep it, keep growing them. And I mean, they weren't as vital to the game at the time because running the ball was a lot more useful. Mm-hmm. We're definitely in a, we want quarterbacks to be good in their first two to three year mentality right now, unless there's like extenuating circumstances. But Derek Carr and Ryan Tannehill in the last three years have really started to push on us that quarterbacks, when they hit 28, 29, 30, can still change their game or be placed in a system uh, such that they look really, really good. And we might see that again here with Stafford, potentially. Um, so, I don't know. what. what I guess my, my real question is, like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, quarterbacks becoming potentially elite 
halfway through their careers. I don't think it's as much as being elite as more of it is because falling. They like they always had the talent. They just needed to be in the right situation. Like the the first example coming to my mind right now is Alex Smith. Is he toiled away in SF while going through offensive coordinator and offensive coordinator, just bad teams, never really kind of finding a good system for him. But then once he gets into Andy Reid, which over in Kansas City, he turns into a very solid, I'd say top five, top ten quarterback in the league. And yeah, top five is a little dicey there, but top, top ten, sure, I'll dicey. Agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, top five is a bit dicey. If <laughs> you had to get Peyton Manning and Brady and Breeze and Rodgers, still, yeah, okay, top ten, top ten quarterback. But yeah, yeah, I'm not saying Derek Carr is going to be a top five quarterback this year. Although he he did have MVP uh, he had an MVP season. Yeah, yeah, he had an MVP caliber well, season back in 2016. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's, um, I think we are kind of shifting a bit away from the, you gotta have a rookie quarterback and you gotta pay him dirt and build around that. I think now it's more of, you need to build a good roster still and then have a, like, financially manageable situation at quarterback or just such a good superstar quarterback that the rest of the roster can suffer. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the, the Bucks last year, that roster is insane and Tom Brady is a, top 10, top 15 quarterback, but I don't think anybody had him as a top 5 QB last year. It's more just the the roster around him was really solid. Well, and he's being part of the reason the roster around him is really solid is because he's not yeah. being paid huge amounts of money. So I am curious if there's going to be a um, like a, a market I don't know like a market for quarterbacks that are as quarterbacks tend to get better and better towards the higher tiers, but you're paying millions to tens of millions more for this like marginal upside potentially. If there is a world where suddenly there's this market for mid-level QBs that, uh, that can take you to a Super Bowl if they've got a good team built around them. Um, you know, if you paid QBs similar to Tom Brady and they performed similar to him last year, cause like he didn't have the best season during the playoffs. He yeah. was, like up until the Super Bowl, he had some pretty bad games. In there. Really, really, just like they got on that win streak in the last half of the season. And I think the and last, he looked, last he looked good was, during that win streak. It was more once yeah. you hit the playoffs, which you're grand. You're yeah. playing really good teams and really good defenses yeah. in the playoffs. So there's something to be said for that. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was just the, the thought. So anyway, back to. Can you hear me? Uh, I lost you for a little bit. Oh, I don't know why. Weird. Yeah. We'll keep rolling. We won't edit it out. We don't edit here. <laughs> we're, we're Not anymore. Ed- we're, in- we're definitely editing it out. <laughs> no, we're an editless podcast now. People oh, are going to listen to this late, part of it right now. You're going in for six minutes into the podcast and find that little weird blurb. Yep. I don't even know yep. if your voice goes through in that. I'm pretty sure it show- was showing up on my end. You just couldn't hear me. Okay. Are you saying yeah. the problem was on my end? Yes. I hate you. Anyway, uh, I'm too bad. I don't even want to keep doing this. <laughs> what are we I doing? Th- <laughs> we were talking about the Raiders. We can move okay. on from the Raiders. Yeah. Um, I think that I, I I think their defense is what's surprising me the most. Like Derek Carr's play is surprising, but like he's done that before. Their defense I didn't expect to be like great this year, but I mean, yeah. Hunter's looked good. Max Crosby's looked really good. Even Solomon Thomas is over there and has two sacks on the season already in two games. Do they have Daniel Hunter? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I've heard, haven't heard his name. I mainly heard Ngakwe, Max Crosby. Oh, sorry. And, uh, Wait, Solomon no. Thomas. You're right. I was thinking of Ngakwe. It was Ngakwe oh, okay. that was traded no. to the Vikings last year, and then Ngakwe went back to went to the Raiders after that. Did he go to the Ravens, not the Vikings? 
I might have I, both I, of I, these. I, either way, I don't really care that much. He's a good player. He's a solid, yeah. He's, he's a solid player. But I don't want to spend five minutes trying to figure out where this defensive lineman played last year. Yeah, sorry. He was, uh, he went, he went ja- Jags, Vikings, then Ravens, uh, and then okay. Raiders. Gotcha. So, yeah, we got, we got every little well, step there along the way. Well, we figured it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. The next thing I wanted to go after was, uh, rookie QBs. So yeah. we have, uh, six starting this week. Six starting this week. Potentially. We don't know about Justin Fields yet, I guess. I think we do, right? Do we? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't announced it, I think. But maybe. he announced that Justin Fields will be starting oh, this week. Oh, um, okay. He didn't, and then he immediately said Justin, like Andy Dalton, is the starter when healthy. Mm-hmm. Fields is the starter this week. Which, to be fair, yeah. Andy Dalton's been playing decent. Yeah, I don't think Justin Fields really looked remotely good in that uh, fourth quarter on Sunday. Yeah, I didn't get to watch a ton of his play. It was bad. Uh, that was a bit I did get to watch, and it was just. To like a really bad sack fumble that almost that could have been really bad uh, interception that led to a Bengals touchdown. Uh, just very few completions, not a ton of yards, a bit of bit of rushing yards, but we'll see if with a full week and kind of getting ready prep, here. Yeah. Uh, who are they playing this week? The Browns. Yeah, that's not going to be good. Yeah, that might be a tough, tough. Yeah. Up. That's a tough defense to go up against. Yeah, that's a that's a big ask there. I don't. I, I think he's just kind of doomed to become another Bears starting quarterback where just, well, that, that there's just something cursed about that position. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Another one kind of tied into that then is, uh, so there's two here. First, I want to go to the Jets mm-hmm. and talk about Zach Wilson. There, before the draft, I was following a lot of draft news wondering who the Niners would, would take at quarterback. And I had read an article, um, from somebody saying that Zach Wilson was effectively, or effectively had the same tool set as Sam Darnold and was mm-hmm. just a little bit worse in most regards. Yeah. And now that we're seeing Sam Darnold start to recover, I keep thinking back to that article and wondering how accurate it is because it does kind of seem like they may have hit it on the nose there that, You've got yet another Jets, you know, QB situation where they don't have the best team around them. I think the line is better than it was for Sam Darnold when he started. Uh, my, maybe uh, not so much the receiver situation since you don't have Robbie Anderson there anymore and um, and uh, Jameson Crowder. My favorite stat of the weekend was there's only been four rookie quarterbacks to throw zero touchdowns and four picks in a game. It's Zach Wilson, Sam mm-hmm. Darnold, mm-hmm. Mark Sanchez, and Alex Smith. That's amazing. You know, there's a bit of a bit of a trend there. One of these things is not like the rest. That one thing was not like the that's not like the rest. Actually, was a good quarterback for for half his career. Mark Sanchez went to an AFC Championship game. Yeah, so did uh, Alex Smith. Yeah, no, he went to an NFC Championship game. He also went to an AFC Championship game. Did he? No, no, he didn't. Didn't they lose to the Patriots before they went to? No, that was Mahomes. Oh, that was Mahomes' that was, first start. Yeah, yeah, that was right. Mahomes' first starting season. Yeah, yeah. Smith. Uh, remember when we, were, we we watched that uh, Alex Smith playoff game at uh, Chili's in AG Rip Chili's. Yep. Uh, that and one the, the one fan. guy with the with the <laughs> Chiefs jersey. Chiefs fan wanted to kill himself after the after the Derrick Henry rush to get, steal the game. Yeah, uh, was that was the game where Mariota threw his pass, caught it, mm-hmm. and then and then ran it for a touchdown. Oh, that was um, that was an incredible game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a great game. 
Yeah, I'm glad we had all that fun before then I had to watch the Rams lose to the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, and we we watched it with Mike, too. What? Oh, yeah, Mike was Mike there. Mike was there, huh? yeah. Yeah, wow. Well, now this podcast is, we're, I feel like we're really off the rails on this episode. Oh, it's okay. Um, the last thing, do you want to, do you want to, do you have a, like, have anything you want to discuss before I get to my last one? Um, keep going. Did you do your last one? I might remember what I was going to talk about, but I've kind of lost it. Alright, cool. Last one I had was just, it's interesting divisions. Um, the one, you know, everyone's talking about the NFC West right now because it's a division that's seven and one, could have easily been six and two, could have easily been eight and zero. Um, they went right for the middle on seven and one. But I want to talk about the AFC North, which is the only division that is all tied up right now with every team at one and one. Yeah. So we've got the, uh, the Ravens, who I'd say are probably the best team in that division. Uh, on paper, yeah, they should be even even with with all the injuries, just because Lamar can be that dynamic. But and with all the injuries, they just beat the Chiefs. Exactly. I mean, there was a couple games last week where a play here or there goes slightly different, and it completely changes the narrative. And that that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire fumble is that play right now. That oh. game was sealed, and that. I mean, not quite sealed, but I would have given the Chiefs a 95% chance to win that game before that play. Right, but so frequently yeah. that one yeah. play goes in favor of the Chiefs. Like, so frequently it goes, like that Tyreek Hill touchdown or Emmanuel Sanders overthrow, okay. like those. But they get those plays all, I mean, it's not a big ask to say Jimmy G's gonna overthrow a dude or Tyreek Hill's gonna be open downfield. Those are common no, things. No, but he wasn't, he was, I, so he wasn't open downfield. He was open at 15 yards out, but it was a third and 18. And he, anyway, he was like, why he was, he was open, but like there were three people around him that for some oh, yeah. reason just ignored the fact that he existed. Anyway, yeah, but what, what I'm saying is those, those yeah. usually like, but they won, right? At the end of the day, they just beat what I'd say is the best team in football. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think they're, they're probably the best team in the division, but, and because they barely lost to the Raiders who beat the Steelers, who destroyed the Bills. So the transitive property here is saying that the Baltimore Ravens might be the best team of all time. Or at least in the in the, in the league right now. I don't know about all time. No, 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 no. The Baltimore Ravens a, are the... It's a bit of a I mean, what did the Chiefs play like some Madden team of just created, created yeah. the random players? Anyway, the Bengals, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting that all three, all four of these teams are tied up right now because the, the Bengals don't look great. And then the Browns look really good, and I'd say they're probably second in the division with the Steelers and the Bengals after that. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning Browns a bit over the Ravens just because. Really? Yeah. Because um, they hung it, with it, the Chiefs. It, it, they hung with the Chiefs, and it all depends on Lamar, I guess. For me, is we, we've seen like peak Lamar is is the most electric, exciting quarterback in the league. But like the Monday Night Raiders game, Lamar, there you definitely see like his issues a bit where. Sometimes the accuracy isn't there. Sometimes he has ball control issues. He had two fumbles that game that ended up pretty much costing mm-hmm. them that game. Um, but when he's at his best, I do think he can just single-handedly take over a game, and he was able to do that on Sunday night. But it's will he do it another 15 times so that the Ravens can have a decent year and take that division? So I didn't ask you, and we weren't together while we were watching football this Sunday, but... Mm-hmm. Before everything was said and done in fantasy, and yeah. when Lamar scored his third touchdown, <laughs> did you put your head in your hands? Absolutely not, because I was rushing Austin, 
uh, by a lot of points already. Yeah. I think I was already at like a hundred something point, hundred. But had it been close, you would have put your head in your hands. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, but granted, Teddy got me a solid twenty-one points, and I was very happy to just get that at ten a.m. Not have to think about it for the rest of the day, and uh, just go, go to go watch a Sunday night game without having to stress about anything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, granted, had it been close, you would have been stressing and put your head in your hands. Like, if it, if yeah. it was within ten points, you would have been like, I could have started Lamar, and it would have been sealed by now. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I, I just start Marquise Brown. That was a nice seventeen points I got there. So I was pretty, I was still pretty happy watching that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's just yeah, he had to score two rushing touchdowns to have that week. Like, hell, he, he just. With one rush touchdown, that's a pretty good week. He would finish at 26, but without if he had zero rush touchdowns, then he's like at 20, and that's just a pretty average week. Yeah, but he could have thrown both those touchdowns. He could have. That's, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. That's or they could have ran Tyson Williams or yeah. something like that. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Hit me with what and, you got. Um, the little you prepared, little. producer. I never went to Catholic school, but I do have a bit of a sermon this weekend, and it's Trey Sermon starting <laughs> oh Sunday God. night. And I'm all <laughs> here for it. All right. That's all I got. You're the Niners fan. I'm hoping you can kind of take over. What what what, I, what should I expect to see? So when we saw the Niners play the Packers and they had Jimmy G starting at quarterback, still like they were, and the Niners were a healthy team. Mm-hmm. Last time we saw them play the Packers, it was 2019 in the, uh, the NFC Championship they, game. Did they not play last year? They played last year, but it, they, uh, what, what, my, my, A, it didn't happen, right? Like, COVID <laughs> stopped the whole game from happening. Uh, no, the, the, the Packers destroyed the Niners last year. Um, but uh, I'm talking about when they're healthy, when Jimmy G, like, when they have a healthy yeah. quarterback, um, that yeah. is actually fine at his job. Um, the Niners, the last two outings have destroyed the Packers. Um, so I think, like the the concern here is though is they relied heavily on the running game both of those times. Um in the first meeting in twenty nineteen, they did like, you know, you had Kittle had a big touchdown, Debo yeah. had a big touchdown, they had some big Debo plays. Yeah. We might see that again. Um in the in the championship game, uh the NFC championship game, Raheem Mostert had his huge game. Mm-hmm. But Sermon doesn't have that speed. Like, he doesn't have the breakaway speed. Where he does win is he's got the body size to be able to just, like, push through the line and get, like, five yards every play, like, four or five yards, and just stay on track. Um, I kind of think that if the Niners win this game, I think it's going to look like the Vikings game from 2019, where, like, they never had a big run, but mm-hmm. every run was between four to oh, eight yards, yeah. and they just like scored on every drive. Yeah. And then you have the Niners' defense, like maybe get a takeaway from Rodgers or force a fumble on Tanyan, um, or get yeah. one or two stops, and they win by like fourteen points. I just, I, I don't know. I feel like they won't be able to catch. Like the DBs right now for the Niners are really bad. Yeah, they've got uh, Demondre Lenore at cornerback, and he's a f- fifth round rookie. Are we playing the uh, real or fake game again? Yeah. <laughs> Demandre Lamore? Yeah, Demandre Lenore. Oh, Lenore. Okay. Or Lenoir, Lenore. Um, yeah. Um, but he's, he's, he's been, he's been fine. He's probably the best cornerback that's healthy right now. 
um, which isn't a good sign. So, like, I don't think anyone's going to stop Devontae Adams. I think they're going to have to, like, have safety help on Devontae, hope that MVS drops things, and that if Tanyan catches it, that, like, either Fred Warner's covering him or they force a fumble on him. Anyway, couple takeaways, couple stops, and, like, I could see the Niners winning this game, but I think that's what it's going to take. Yeah, I'm really curious. I'm still... We kind of saw Green Bay come to life in the Monday night game, but it's against the Lions, so I'm not really sure what to think about that yet. I, I still just don't really know quite what's going on in Green Bay. I, I'm really curious about what's what's going to happen on Sunday night. Yeah, me too. I mean, so per PFF, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had a terrible game in week uh, week one. Oh yeah, obviously. In week two, he didn't have like, uh, like he hasn't bounced back incredibly suddenly. Like they still yeah, have him at a below, as a below average quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. It's not like he went into the Lions game and played like this elite game. No, so, it's a lot of short stuff to Aaron Jones that just happened to keep going in for the end zone. Yeah, now you've got like Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead playing well still. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm, a little nervous, but they're two and one, so I'm 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 pretty happy with. I'm just excited to watch the game, and that's a Monday night game or Sunday night game. Sunday night, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. yeah, I do I do got one little game here. Give it to me. So last week we saw a lot of backup running backs uh, go out for some pretty good have some pretty good weeks there. Yeah, the Tony Pollard went off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Moss picked up a couple touchdowns. Yep. So I'm gonna name a couple teams here, and you're gonna just tell me which running back on that team. Would you rather own right now in fantasy? Okay. Well, let's just start with Dallas. Zeke or Pollard? Oh my god! I knew this one was coming first too. As soon as you started oh, yeah. this question. Yep. <sighs> well, well, I have like in my in my team here. I have Devin Singletary and Zeke, so I need to know how much I should be panicking about these two players. Oh man. Um. <sighs> okay. So. I guess I would go with, I'd probably go with Tony Pollard right now, um, for the Cowboys. I don't know why, like, their offense has been good, um, like their passing game's been really good, so that should theoretically open it up for the run, and Zeke just hasn't been doing it, and I'm just wondering if, like, five years, even for an elite running back, is really, like, six years is really the cap? That's a lot of mileage on them. Yeah, especially yeah. for, especially, like, we've seen this with the Cowboys two times now. Like, seen, well, they, with a, oh, like a backup running back? Just an elite, in. just, a, no, yeah. just an elite running back oh. coming in, being just run a ton in their first three or four years there, and then just kind of falling off a cliff really quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, you saw this with, uh, with DeMarco Murray, where yep. they, they ran him like a league high, like, yeah. he had the most runs for like two years in a row. And then he mm-hmm. goes to Tennessee, which now has a really good run game, yeah. and just like doesn't have like he has one good season left. I think, yeah, there. yeah, he had about one season. Um, and now I think we're kind of seeing the same thing with Zeke. And so now mm-hmm. they bring in Pollard; he's looking good. Um, their passing game's open; he's taking advantage of that. So yeah, I I would go, go with Pollard. Pollard. Yeah. All right. Next one: asking for a friend, Buffalo. Do you need to look up the backs of Buffalo? I mean, I know it's either Zach Moss or Devin Singletary. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I so I think my issue with my issue from a fantasy perspective with Zach Moss 
and let me just double check here, but he got like two touchdowns on like five or six carries or something like that. He, he wasn't really utilized until the blowout portion of the game. Yeah, and so that's an issue for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had, he rushed eight times for 26 yards, so not a good ratio. Like that's yeah, three, three and a half yards already. per carry. Yeah. Um, and two touchdowns. So he really yeah. got like goal line touches. Yep. He had one reception and lost a fumble. Um, so I'm going to go Devin Singletary there. All right. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. All right. Next one here. Let's see where to go. Uh, Atlanta. Oh, Mike, D- Mike Davis or Cordero, or Cordero Patterson. Patterson or Edo Smith. If you want to go the Edo, Edo route, the, this uh, is the big Edo Smith league over here. Only because of Colin. Yeah, 100% because of Colin. Yep. So, Cordero Patterson last week rushed seven times for 11 yards. No, 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 no. He rushed seven times for 11 yards. They have the the rushing part, but the receiving is insane. Yeah, okay, okay. So, the receiving is a receiver's stat line, right? Like, it's it's, it's a decent receiver. Five five of six for 58 yards and a touchdown. And then, well, he's not. I know, I know, but he used to be. Yes. Yeah. So I, I do, like, I agree. I think he's, I think he's good. What Mike Davis get this week? Um, not much. Like, it was a blowout. So, like, I guess my hesitation was saying we should go nine times for 38 yards. My hesitation was saying we should go for Corderell is that he, like, I would avoid the Falcons backfield at all costs. Um, I don't know if I would. If we're if we're being real, like Corderell, I would probably give a slight edge over Mike Davis because Davis didn't catch a single pass. Corderell mm-hmm. was pretty good out of the backfield as a receiver, and Davis he wasn't good rushing. Guys. Oh, you're right, you're right. Seven yeah. targets. Yeah, okay. Seven targets. Yeah. yeah for twenty-five, 25 yards, yards, not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I I, just I, don't... I would definitely go Patterson. I think he has flex potential. Just given the game script for the Falcons this season is going to be, they're going to find themselves in a lot of multi-touchdown uh, leads here. Or, not leads, deficits. Def- so I don't to be think they are. Out. Their next four weeks are New York, which hasn't been an offensive powerhouse. Doesn't matter which one either. You can just say New York. <laughs> Washington. New York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they have a bye. Then they face Miami. So, like, they're not yeah. going again. Like, they had they had Philly, which, like, okay, TBD on whether or not they've got a good offense. They, yeah. um, And then they had Tampa Bay, which we know is a great offense. Yeah. So they've had to come from behind in two big games. But I just, like, New York maybe is a good shot at them. Like, if Daniel Jones doesn't look good against, uh, good against New York, there might not be hope for Daniel Jones. Or against uh, yeah. against the, the Falcons this week, there might not be hope for Daniel Jones. But, nope. yeah. I, I just, they don't really go against a really good defense until New Orleans in week nine or Dallas in week 10. Um, so I don't, I just don't, that being said, I just don't know how much they're going to use Corderell a ton. Granted, I picked them I up. I think they still will, yeah. I, I think they will. Just, yeah. th- those defenses aren't great, but it do- doesn't really matter. I, I think they'll just be in games where they need to pass. Yeah. All right. All right no, and my next one here is Denver. There's a lot of hype over Javante Williams going into the season. And everybody was pretty much over Melvin Gordon. I feel like that part of that's because no one's excited about Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Like, he's just been around for, yeah. 
several years now, yeah. like the Chargers, and then went to the like split yeah. time with Philip Lindsay. So it's like, can he not handle a full workload by himself? Yeah. Um, he had a good week one, rushed for a hundred yards, had a touchdown. Uh, mm-hmm. week two put up just a like a few yards, thirteen rushes on thirty-one yards, not great. And then yeah. it was okay as a passer, two receptions for thirty-eight yards. Um, I think they're getting back to being a split game script though, like a, like a split game for them, where um, he and Williams both had like between ten and twelve touches. They were identical last week. They had the same amount. Thirteen, uh, thirteen rushes apiece. Okay. Yeah, Williams got an extra thirty-three yards. Okay. But yeah. Jordan was a bit bit more on the uh, bit more effective as a receiver. So, like, if I'm looking at it from like a fantasy fantasy perspective, I go Javante Williams because the so long term upside. You think he could overtake? He's younger. And, they want to yeah. get him in. Um, yeah. They're trying to get him acclimated to the offense, and like, so you've got even it's it's two data points, but you've got uh, Melvin Gordon going from week one with 101 yards to week two with 31 rushing yards, and then you've got Javante Williams going the opposite direction. And like going from like very little and in, in week one to a lot more in week two, and so I'd probably go with the upset upswing on Javante Williams. Yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking about asking about the Jets, but I just want to see something productive out of that backfield before. Unless you think you have a really hot take on who's going to become the Jets' lead back. I know Carter is the. Uh, I still go. I still go. Michael Carter. You've got uh, so Tevin Coleman is out this week, Mm -hmm. and so it's Tevin Coleman and Ty Johnson uh, as the as the main backs. You mean? Uh, mean Or sorry, it's it's Michael Carter and Ty Johnson as the main backs. So I would go with Michael Carter this week. He put up uh, eighty eight total yards last week, fifty nine rushing, twenty nine receiving, and so Mm -hmm. I would yeah, I'd go with Carter because he he's gotten. You see that increase again. He had six yeah. yards and 14 yards receiving, six rushing, 14 receiving in week one. And it gets a pretty good Carolina defense. Um, they go up against Denver this week. That's the big thing. But then the next two weeks, you've got Tennessee and Atlanta. I think they could see some. I, I think Michael Carter is going to be kind of a breakout star in the next couple of weeks. So That's I'd buy I'd buy low on him. Yeah. Uh, I got two more here. Next one. The Raiders, sticking with our Raiders podcast. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Aaron listens to this episode. He knows about it now. I told him. He does. He does know about it. Uh, but Josh Jacobs was out last week, obviously. Kenyon Drake did okay in his stead, but it was against Pittsburgh, so that's, that's a, that's kind of fairly tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it looks like Drake's expected to lead the backfield again, but obviously kind of, Jacobs went a lot higher up in a lot of draft boards than Kenyon did. Uh, Kenyon did was a top ten back last year in fantasy over in Arizona, but I'm just curious how much production he's going to have now. Rushing, he's not. Like no. rushing, he's yeah. he has twenty he has twenty, 20 yards. rushing yeah. yards on the season. <laughs> two games. Oh, that's yeah, bad. he's got two games and twenty rushing yards. So mm-hmm. that I mean. It is against Pittsburgh, which has yeah. like probably the best front in the league. And then Baltimore the week before is so also uh, also a good front. Um, he has a chance. If he doesn't do anything against Miami, then it's going to be a rough season for Kenyon Drake. I think. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, twenty yards isn't great. If he's but about, if he's uh, leading the backfield, I mean, I think you start him unless you like he's he's at least your flex start. I'd say. Yeah. Um, unless you've got a really good receiver. Yeah. So no no love for Peyton Barber. 
No love for Peyton Barber. None. <laughs> oh, man. I, I forgot that that's where he even was. Yeah, I couldn't have told you. I would be like, he's in the league yeah. still. And kind of looping it back to where I started here with uh, Trey Sermon. We know he's starting this week in SF, but what's your kind of outlook on the season on that backfield? Do you think we should go, people should try and get Elijah Mitchell or Eli Mitchell? I'm still no idea what he prefers. So, uh, should they go for Jermichael Hasty? Uh, how about, who's the other guy? Oh, he, he mostered out clearly, but, um, Jeff Wilson Jr. I saw Alex picked him up. So Alex just loves Stash and IR players. So, uh, the Niners running backs right now, they just signed a, I think it was six foot three. Do they have Carry on Johnson? Uh, they do have Carry on Johnson, but nice. I don't think he's gonna get elevated off the, off the practice squad. Damn, that's rough. They just signed Chris, uh, Chris Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, who, like, good passing back, not, not necessarily a great rushing back, but, you know, when back in his time in Washington, he was like that flex player you could count on, or you could, like, potentially count on to get you 20 yards rushing and 60 yards receiving and a receiving touchdown every other week. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it, I, I don't understand this team when it comes to <laughs> running backs. Um, so I would probably just stay away from the That's Niners backfield. Great. The fact that Trey Sermon last week, had one rush, got ten yards on it, got good concussed, and then good luck and rush until he got murdered. Yeah, like that was. I'm just like this is emblematic. I can't of believe you backfield. cleared protocol. That's uh, no, that's very I, surprising I, to I me too. And I, I am a little even, bit skeptic, skeptical. I wasn't even thinking about starting him, and then today I'm looking at my lineup and I just click on Trey Sermon just to kind of see what the timetable on his injury is, and it's just like he's starting this week, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm starting him now. All right, here's your here's your deep sleeper, uh, Jacques Patrick. Is that like Patrick Star? And right. and and Trenton Cannon. Trenton Cannon, I've heard of. I've never heard. He, of Jacques he was on Patrick. the Raiders. Jacques Patrick, yeah, he was he was picked up onto the he was picked up this week. He's a he's a big guy, so I think he could be that um, like kind of what Jeff Wilson was when he had those four rushing. Yeah, he had those four, rushing, yeah, had those four rushing touchdowns two years yeah. ago. Now, yeah. I I could see him being. Yeah, yeah, being being Jeff Wilson, but yeah. this week they seem to be going big. You've got Trey Sermon who's big, not super fast. Jacques Patrick who's big and not fast. I think Trenton Cannon is pretty speedy. I think he's got like a four four. Um, I mean, these small dudes, small undrafted dudes, just bodies can't handle the that much work. That's why the Niners constantly have to cycle in people. Could be, yeah. No, I mean yeah. it's a it's a fair point. You might like. Well. You might have the speedy backs that just need to be used a little less frequently. So you go with yeah. bigger guys, bigger bodied dudes who aren't, don't have the breakaway speed. Cause it's, if they're big and they're really fast, they're going in the first round or the second round. Like yeah, those are your Saquon that's, Barclays. That's a Derek Henry right there. Yeah. Yeah. Saquon, Derek, Zeke. Like those are guys with breakaway speed and like they're big. At least so. coming out of the drafts. Nowadays Zeke isn't as speedy. Matt Breed is just like, I'm undersized. I wasn't yeah. super productive in college. Like I was just in college. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you get eight of those on your roster and you just cycle through them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty much all I got other than the hot, the hot takes. You got anything else? Nope. Nope. Let's get to our hot takes. All right. Uh, so you, I heard you got salsa now. I do. I have I salsa. Gonna, I was going to make the Cholula joke when you told me I already made the Cholula joke. Yeah, my memory. My memory is not what it used to be. People tell you things and you don't they, listen. They made me see alcohol. I hear a lot of words every day. I do. I do Tyler hear chronic. a lot of words every day, and 
The odds of me picking them all up, not that high. Not that high. Can't catch those words. No. Um, so yeah, I've got a, uh, I, I don't know. Am I allowed to say, say that it's called Gringo Bandito? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to run it by eighty hour. It, it looks like the guy on it looks like a total douchebag. He's like a blonde dude with glasses, uh, uh wearing a cowboy cool. hat, and he has a bandolier yeah. on and two pistols as well as a rifle on his back. Um anyway, this one's oh, a God. green Oh isn't this the um is this the Green Day song? I think is it something to do with Green Day. So really? I, I saw this somewhere. I bought it on I bought it on Amazon um, when I just looked hot sauce on Amazon. Anyway, it was pretty good. I had it on I had it on some food earlier. No, it's uh, Offspring. Yeah, it's the Offspring. That's right. Dexter. That's, an, that's another band. <laughs> they were they were like my favorite band when I was ten. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, all right, all right. I actually poured on one already, but okay. um, you you should do your hot take though. Oh, you want me to do my hot take? Yeah, right. do your hot take. So for my sauce, I got Secret Aardvark. Uh, this is actually not even my sauce, but That's my right roommate. Uh, it's Aardvark, Aardvark Habanero Hot Sauce. So let's uh, get in. Get in. Oh. That's like the worst Asian Habanero I've ever had. Nah. Sam Darnold <clears throat> starts... A playoff game. Okay. Was that, was that hot enough? I mean, they're three and zero. I they buy are three it. And like, yeah. Wild card game. The, Last week I, biggest... I went real hot with my, my mathematically impossible one. <laughs> the biggest inhibitor to them making the playoffs, I think, is the fact that the NFC West exists. You know, I was looking at that, and. I still think three NFC West teams make the playoffs. Just Give me four. If you look, what, what, <laughs> it could be four, but that's the thing. Is like, given the Panthers' schedule, I think they could easily get to ten wins. They're uh, they got they still play the Cowboys, Eagles, and Giants. I think that's at least two wins in there. Meet the, the, the next four games are Cowboys, Eagles, Vikings, Giants. I think they win two out of four. Then they have Falcons, Patriots, Cardinals, Washington. I think that's another maybe two out of four. Then Panthers and or sorry, the Panthers. Then Dolphins and Falcons. I think they can at least win the Falcons game. Maybe the Dolphins one. Mm-hmm. And then the end of the season's rough. They have Bills, Bucks, Saints, which I think they could win, and then Bucks again. I so feel like once they get through Dallas and Philly, I'll know if they're a real team. Especially yeah. Dallas. Like, if they lose to yeah. Dallas and then beat Philly, it'll be like, okay, they're still kind of yeah, in the middle F4 ground, but they're at four and one yeah. here. If they if they lose the next two weeks, and this take looks real bad, and that's like, all right. But I mean, they could still beat the Vikings and Giants and be right back to five and two. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah five and two going into yeah. week eight. Like, you're looking pretty good. It's just like yeah. at that point, like you could see. It wouldn't surprise me if suddenly you saw this back half of the schedule where they like lost to an Atlanta team that's found its footing offensively. That's true. Lost if to they Buffalo. Drop, I'm really counting Bay, on them beating yeah. the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. I think by week eight we could see the Falcons' offense get figured out here. Like, yeah. Yeah, we'll see though. That's a, that's a good take. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I like it. It was, uh, I think 10 and 7 is going to be enough. I think with the NFC West, I definitely think three out of the four will make it, but there's no way all four can make it, right? Just because they'll have to play each other so much and they're going to lose other tough games that they have. We'll see. If no one yeah. makes it, I hope it's the Seahawks, but. 
Oh yeah, yeah. See, Seahawks are probably the the bottom one there. I mean, they're the bottom one right now. They're one and one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I've got a spicy one. All right, let's hear it. Kansas City's Bandito. a wild card team. <laughs> so do you think the? I mean, they technically are a wild card team right now. Right now, they are. Uh, who wins the division? Raiders. Raiders, wow. You, Maybe that's a hotter the, take. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's a hot, oh, they're both pretty hot. I think w- w- one can't exist without the other. It's like older <laughs> more than Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. One cannot live while the other survives. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, like, Mahomes has made some mistakes. He still looked really, really good, he's, but he's made he's some mistakes. Fine. Yeah. Um, the defense is worse than I thought it would be. Like I thought they'd hit this. Middle the defense is defense. pretty bad. It's, like Tyron was out week they, one. They, he's back. They still, they're, they're big plays. Like they still make it like cause some big turnovers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're like giving up. They're like one of the worst secondaries in terms of passing yards allowed and not doing great on the run either. Yeah, I know one of the big things is, like, why is Juan Thornhill not starting at safety? Like, he was, like, a draft crush of mine a couple years back, um, just because he was, like, uber-athletic at safety. Like, they took him, they you just let him kind of roam around, and he did really well, but now he's, he's uh, what's his name, Brandon, Brandon something, starting at safety over him. Um, and, like, I just know a lot of people are very confused as to why Thornhill's not starting. Their schedule actually is pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, their, their division looks. Their division's going to be tough enough. Next three is Chargers, Eagles, Bills, and I, I'm not 100 percent sure on any of those teams, but I think all three have the potential to be good and maybe win. I don't um, think the Eagles do. I don't think um, so either. But you know, they they played the Niners pretty hard for a bit. Yeah, but we don't know the yeah. Niners. Like the Niners, I'm still That's like. True. That's I think true. the Niners are a wild, like yeah. a wild card team at the moment. That, like, that's fair. Yeah, the, the Eagles. The Eagles are definitely the less, the the le- least of those three. But uh, yeah, we'll I see think if they, they're good. I, I think the I Eagles D could be really good. Yeah, give a, put up a fight. Yeah. Uh, then they have Tennessee two weeks later. That might that who knows? Derrick Henry could just go off. Uh, they definitely slap up Washington and the Giants. Uh, Packers. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the John Gruden always has some weird stuff with the Chiefs. Uh, maybe Dak Prescott goes off. And they like play I the said, Cowboys. yeah, I can see the Raiders. I can see the Raiders yeah. winning. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they don't have an easy schedule. They're all yeah. those like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, granted, they probably finish like fourteen and three. Uh, oh, probably. The problem. Yeah, yeah. I think I still think most likely they finish fourteen. Uh, they're yeah, one. They're was, one and one right now. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm I'm leaning twelve wins because I oof, just say they had the Broncos twice in the at the end, the Steelers. And the, yeah, they're gonna crush the Steelers. I the think Broncos, so too. though, I, 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 I can, uh, but the Broncos so, haven't played Mahomes well, but they haven't been a good team for a while. But now they so. have Teddy Bridgewater. We'll see. Yeah, they have a little bit of stability at quarterback. Might then that defense might be able to give him a fight. Maybe Bradley Chubb even will be back by then. Yeah, Tyler, fantasy quarterback, no. Bradley or uh, Teddy Bridgewater. So Teddy Bridgewater, he's great. <laughs> that, I was gonna mention him earlier when we were talking about quarterbacks and like. Can you Who are you starting this week? Are you starting Bridgewater? Or are you starting starting Jackson? Uh, we'll Is there a quarterback controversy? I, I had Jackson at first, but now he's like sick with non not COVID, but yeah. a bunch of other Ravens have COVID. So I don't know. I, I was pretty like, yeah, all right, let's start Lamar. And Teddy's playing the Jets, but I mean, technically the Jets are giving up the six fewest points against quarterbacks so far. Yeah, but 
I don't know what's up with that. Maybe that's just because they played Mac Jones and Sam Darnold. I don't know if that's a uh, uh, that might have caused that. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. Do I have to change my team name now that, that I dropped DJ Chark? Uh, yeah, you do. Do I? You absolutely mm. do. Yeah, that's why I can't drop Jalen Waddle. <laughs> do you want to? You might want to. Um, I mean, no, not at the want part yet. Um. Uh, probably Devontae Parker might be closer to getting dropped than Jalen Waddle. Waddle at least had a touchdown Ooh. with Tua. But yeah, <laughs> Tua's not back for a while. I think both of these guys might be off my roster. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. At least you have Cooper Cup. Yeah, I got Cooper Cup popping off. That's great. Loving that. Yeah. Yeah, really excited to play Andy this week. That's always a fun matchup. It's uh, it's really a win-win for me because if, if, if I lose, then I just don't have to spend four hours writing an art- article this week. Should we make a bet that you have to edit the podcast? Uh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right you don't. <laughs> well, what editing? You're literally leaving it apart where you disconnected or whatever. Because, because I think no, 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 I'm, le- I'm leaving it apart where you thought I disconnected. Oh, I, I literally, thought you, disconnected. you disconnected. Oh my god, I did not disconnect. I did not disconnect. My no. internet's great, just like no. my electricity it, right now. It wasn't giving me any red stuff. Um, I okay, my power's been back the last couple of days. All right, it was a rough weekend, but <laughs> I was really upset in Sunday morning not having power. I I picked up breakfast and then just drove over to Ocean View and then just sat down there at like ten thirty and just started watching football at the bar by myself. That sounds relaxing, actually. That sounds really pretty nice. nice, but th- those yeah. chairs aren't super comfy to sit in for four mm, hours. True. Uh, true. They're, they're a solid chair. It's, it's a pretty high up there on the bar stool list, but being in any bar stool for that long is uh, not not the best. Well, if our international listeners want to uh, come and join Tyler for a drink, you can uh, go to Ocean View. <laughs> yeah, international listeners. Oh, wait, do we have them again? Oh yeah, we we got some. Oh sweet, let's go. Yeah, yeah. A couple, we got like 1% in England, yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh, we could, maybe we should start talking about Premier League. I'm doing Shit, fancy sorry. Premier League with my house. Oh my god. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> they actually know soccer, and it's, uh, I mean, I kind of know, but they just start talking about players the way we do here, and just like, oh yeah, this guy, he's, he's amazing, he's a beast. I'm like, uh, yeah. I mean, I watched Ted Lasso, you've got Jamie yes, Tart and Roy Kent, and... Roy Ken is like the most fictitious soccer name I've ever heard. Sam Obasanya. I got nothing. Yeah. Nope. I start watching. You gotta watch it. Yep, you yeah. really do. Yeah, I have to get my Apple TV thing. Cool, bud. Anything else you want to no. chat about? No, not really. I think that's about it. Alright, cool. Well, we'll wrap it up and uh, we'll catch everyone next week. We won't be able to do a reaction pod this week because uh, I am out of town. <laughs> we haven't done a reaction pod yet. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know we're supposed to, and we yeah, probably will yeah. do one the week that's, after, unless we're able to get into my, town. That's not more of my fault. Uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah but we'll, we'll see. I think I'm. We'll see what I'm doing next weekend. Cool. All right, catch you later, bud. Yeah. See you.